Now, this man thinks that plants are bad for you because they've evolved to have... This guy works for Snickers. (laughs) We're back. We're back. It's been a while. Yeah. Much's changed. Mm. And you know the thing that has changed the most? What? I am starting to see the signs of aging, and they're starting to scare me. Uh, on, on yourself? My face is falling off my face. Uh, dude, I'm looking at you. Nothing's changed. No, I, I mean, that. listen, the, the eyes are starting to hang a little bit, and I'm, I'm being inundated with this world of, you know, my echo chamber is fueled by algorithmic self-hatred right so Mm. i am dissatisfied with me not being six to 195 pounds of muscle right because that's what i should be i'm wasting my frame so i'm constantly being fed the this nonsensical shit on the internet that we will get into but my first step in creating the um cyborg dylan of the future which Mm. will not age and will no have will no have any lasting um biological wear and tear is a skincare regimen oh is what i've begun with first well, uh, D- Dylan, do you mind if we unpack a few of these thoughts that you're throwing <laughs> everything at, at me, man? Well, I hate myself. I mean, what's so confusing about that? Dylan, you're a young guy. Yeah. I'm an old guy. Right. I remember I turned I'm 30. I'm not young and you're not old. I remember I turned 30 and I'm staring in the mirror and I'm like, there's a couple gray hairs poking through there, you know? Yeah. And I had this horrible case of frownies. You bought out the entire rack of Just for Men? No, I didn't start yet, man. I didn't know how to deal with that yet. I was like, and you have the you have a whispery sage voice about you right now. But I sure. just want to let you know, I'm okay. I'm going to fight the effects of aging. Okay, Dylan, you haven't you have yet to begun to live, my friend. <laughs> okay. You are a young person. Yeah. There's a lot of living to be had. And by the way, you as hideous as you think you may look in the mirror at right. thirty. Right. Wait till you hit 48, right. Well, that's why I'm trying to cut this off at the head right now, which is why I've purchased an eye cream. An eye cream. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever dabbed with an eye cream? Uh, Dylan, I spent about $200 a month in my fucking eye cream. Okay, so you do. It just showed, different <laughs> just showed up today. Okay. Today. Okay. Dylan, skincare <laughs> is so important. It's I and I never I took Accutane when I was 16 and ever since then I have literally not washed my face. I just get in the shower, I wet it. Now the toxicity of that um we're talking about skincare. Yeah, the uh, the toxicity of that dermatological uh, poison that I put in my body mm-hmm. is still really holding true. I don't, I don't get a lot of blemishes. I have just pink white uh, vitamin d less skin right but what happens is that like i said my face is falling off my face it's not I can falling see off, the beginnings of the droop i can see the beginnings of the discoloration i don't want to look like a white walker when i'm 60 dylan let me tell you something okay so we live in los angeles so right. you you live in a different world a fairy tale a world. vain you, world peter pan yeah. exists in all of our souls right. no one wants to age here okay right. yeah so you can only fight it off for so long. Right. And then it starts getting weird. 
Because there's certain <laughs> aspects of your body you can't fight off. That little turkey thing. That The turkey thing, uh, we've talked about it before. The genitalia, the male genitalia, really fall the prey balls. to gravitational pull. Yeah, yes. Turns into a genital mullet, and you can shed on your balls if they are <laughs> yeah, If yeah. you're sitting down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, but uh, Do you shit standing up? What? Skincare. Oh, yeah. 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 I started hitting this regimen because I uh, the Kardashians that came around like right. 2006, yeah. and they I, I'm gonna say they were the first uh, people uh, starting to sing the praises of hey, start uh, getting out in front of this stuff. You know, well they they were the first people to turn from well rats into uh, somewhat decent looking uh, fat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll bleep I it. I think I agree with you. Maybe I'll bleep it. Yeah. yeah uh, but still, to go from a well rat to that is really quite a stunning transformation. Right, 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 right. You know? So uh, my wife... Uh, I hate I, them. <laughs> I do too. Don't yeah, yeah. I, uh, I am a very narcissistic person. I know right. the audience loves me. They relate to me. <laughs> I'm the most relatable person. Uh, because, uh, you know, I think you're narcissistic. Uh, well, yeah. you know, but I don't want to age right. and I'm trying to fight it as much as possible, right. you know? So I spend all this money. I get the fucking Botox, a couple listeners, you know, yeah, yeah. they hit me up this week. They said, yeah. who's that guy you got? You right, know, right, right. I actually sent a wrong uh, <laughs> Botox guy. Yeah, you're not uh, to helping a, people out there, Pat. To a listener yeah. that didn't even ask for it and said, what are you trying to say, Pat? Yeah. I sent like a screenshot of uh, my Botox guy. She's like, uh, I don't think I need it. Yeah, that's what happens when, uh, you know, you're just drinking on a Saturday night and you're hitting up fans in the DMs. Right, you know? right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, and no judgment. Oh, no. But the thumbs can misfire sometimes. You know, sure. I've done it yeah. a time or 40 it in my bad. life. You know, uh, fuck them. <laughs> Kidding. So I don't know how to get into this world, right? Mm. I am a newbie and I don't want to consult my wife because she will cast judgment on me for buying things, right? Because I have manic obsessions with new things, be it golf, be it magic, be it skincare. And me in a CVS is like a bowl. CVS, you can't buy skincare. Hang on. Me in a CVS or me on a GQ blog about skincare. There you go. These, I love a Staples. I love, I love a CVS. I love to buy tchotchkes. I love to buy little things. There's no reason for me to do this, but so I am walking into battle unarmed. I am like the naked man that begins the series of dark souls. You know, I just haven't leveled up quite yet. Mm. And you're welcome for the three people out there who understood that reference. Now, I consult the internet and the internet is a toxic place and the center of it if there is one needs to be nuked and we need to go back to 1988 before any of this stuff came around we would be happier i know it for a categorical fact and we'll get into why i hate the internet so much in a couple minutes but so i have to go to the internet to consult by your skincare by my skincare i don't know i don't know what to do i don't know what to buy i don't know what to get so I pull up GQ for men. Mm. These are the best products for, you know, for your skin. Now, I don't know what the regimen is. So I, I find out that a beginner's regimen looks like this. It's a cleanser. It's an SPF daily lotion. It's a night cream. 
a scrub two to three times a week and an eye serum. Or no, no, and, and a night lotion. So I've got a lot of purchasing to do. Now, obviously, I go to GQ. They've got, the, oh, this is the best cleanser. It's from Philosophy. It's $60. I'm not spending $60 on a facial cleanser, okay? CeraVe and Cetaphil do incredible stuff, okay? They really do. What are you trying to accomplish here, man? I'm trying to not fucking age. And this is another podcast show, uh, by the way. Um, it's where we gab and goof about really whatever is at top of mind. Now, no I, one wants to age, by the way. I think if you asked anybody, everybody can relate to, hey, you want to look like you're fucking 60 at 35? <laughs> right, right, right. No! Right. And there was a lot of romanticism around, or at least I have a lot of romanticism. Maybe a lot of people do from you know the Mad Men days when mm. people were not so preoccupied with their health. They were having uh, T-bone steaks five nights a week, and they were drinking three martinis at lunch. Now the romanticism quickly fades away when their skin falls to the ground at the age of forty-eight, and they yeah, look yeah. like bags of fucking human fat flesh by the time they're seventy, and then they die quickly after. Forty-eight, that. Dylan. I went to my high school <laughs> reunion twenty years. People were like average age thirty-six or something like that. They look like my grandpa. It's sad, sad stuff. But so I'm a newbie in this whole thing. Now, I did not know how to put on an eye cream. I had never done it before in my life. So I squeezed a little bit out on my hand and then mm -hmm. I just started rubbing it around my eyes. Now, my sister said that is absolutely not what you do. No, no, no. You have to dab and you have to apply gently. Yes, 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 um, yes. Any tips, any thoughts on this burgeoning skincare routine of mine? Uh, well, first off, you don't need to do like three or four things. Just get up in the morning, right? Yeah. And uh, you, you got pick one product. I got a couple for you. Okay. Because I talk to famous people. What are you talking about $200? You're spending $200 a month on your skincare? Yeah, of course. Yeah, what do yeah. you get? Uh, well, I'll show you. I don't want to give it out to the audience, you know? I got wow. two products that I apply and I look so fucking great at my age. And yes, you got to apply it to your fucking face. By the way, I hope you guys don't hate us for talking about this. Two dudes, you know, yeah, talking about fine. skincare. No, this is a very vulnerable moment for yeah, us. If, yeah. I, I, a triumphant I return to another podcast yeah. show. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, I spend a lot of money on it because I, I don't want to fucking age. And I two products, I'll give, them, I'll give the names to you. And uh, they show up here uh, once a month. Uh, Amazon, what are they? One's called Revitin, and that's the really expensive one. It now, comes in a small little fucking bottle. Yes. And that's the one I use uh, very, uh, uh, what do you call Gingerly. it? Gingerly. Gingerly. Yes. And that goes under my eyes. That's how I get rid of the scarecrows and right. ward them off. Right, right, right. You know? right. And, uh, right, warding off scarecrows. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and then- You uh, need a big giant crow in the middle of the cornfields to ward off all yeah. the scarecrows. Yeah. And uh, it fucking works, dude. And then Botox every six months- and, so uh, the the Redivin, what's it called? Redivin. That is the thing that people are chasing right now, baby. That is the hot ticket item. I that got like is, three bottles in my house. I'll okay. give you one, dude. That's expensive shit. Yes. Now, the reason why I have become so preoccupied with this stuff is, like I said, I have an algorithm that feeds myself hatred. So I see lots of stuff about diet, exercise, you know. I see a lot of stuff about cold plunge. And I, w I just want to tell anybody who's recommending people get uh, cold plunges to shut their fucking mouths. Okay? That does not keep you young. <laughs> shut the fuck up about the cold plunge. You know, I recommend you getting a barrel. Where do I put a barrel filled? How do I get the ice? What, mm. Who has the budget to have a barrel filled with ice whenever you need it? I mean, we're not high performance athletes. We don't need the brown fat. We have to get to work. And at six o'clock in the morning, no. 
I'm not going to stand under a freezing cold fucking shower for a minute. I want it hot. Dylan, that's not for your skincare. That's for your mental well-being. That's torturing yourself. These are two different disciplines. No, I know, but there is this ecosystem of self-care and skincare, diet, cold bath. It's all it, there are lunatics on the internet who are telling people to do crazy shit like shower for 2 minutes a day in ice cold water. I have to get to work. Shut the fuck up. I know it's not going to be uh, funnier or uh, whatnot, but I'll say one thing I think keeps you young, doing a podcast in a fucking guest house till 1030 at night. Yes, that will keep that you That keeps young. you young because it keeps your brain moving. Right, you know? I right. got to keep up with Dylan. Yeah, exactly. You got to play chess in your mind. So um, there are lots of these influencers on the internet, and I wanted to run a couple past you Ooh. because you know diet and exercise very Sure, well. yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't eat. And then, uh, uh, honestly, 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 unparalleled in its efficacy. If you want to lose weight, do not eat. That's really, I mean, you can have a little chicken, a little broccoli, but that's the diet that works mm -hmm. sickness, mental illness, anorexia. But there is something called the, it's called an animal based diet. Oh, yes. Now, that, uh, the, 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 these are the people that, want to eat a lot of beef they want to eat a lot of dairy they want to eat a lot of and that's those, how you're gonna lose the, weight. those two things that's how you achieve optimal human performance okay now we've seen these kooky diets come and go you know we've seen people eating buckets of egg salad in the middle of the day because it's supposedly healthy regardless. there was a, a diet a couple of years ago called the cookie diet i kid you not yeah you eat cookies all day long i mean they're i don't know what was in those cookies but yeah that's how you lose weight. So this is my favorite uh, fitness influencer in the world right now. Uh, his name is Dr. Saladino. He is carnivore MD. And I want to walk you through his daily diet regimen and okay. see what your thoughts are on it. My full day of animal-based eating. Keep in mind, I'm very active and I surf two to two and a half hours a day. Pre-surf, 6 a.m., two tablespoons of raw honey with a glass of reverse osmosis water. After surf, I have a big breakfast. I have a glass of raw milk kefir. I have four tablespoons of sour cream, half an ounce of liver, some raw heart, 12 ounces of ground beef, banana, papaya, seven dates, and some pineapple. <laughs> and I put low microplastic sea salt on all of that for breakfast. In the afternoon, I often have a snack. I'll have more pineapple and some mango. At the end of the day, I finish eating by five o'clock and I have a half papaya, two tablespoons of butter, and 12 more ounces of grass-fed ground beef. So for the full day of eating for me, 3,182 calories. 184 grams of protein, 245 grams of carbs, and 158 grams of fat. May I speak, Dylan? <clears throat> so the diet world or diet fads have existed now. You know, I'm a man of a certain age. Yeah. My entire life. I remember <laughs> Oprah Winfrey used to have a television show on Oprah Channel Winifrey. 5. Oprah Winfrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had midgets fight each other. <laughs> no, that was Jimmy yeah. Springer, but oh, she might Oprah have too. too yeah. yeah. Um, people like this guy would show up uh, and lay out a table and put a bunch of food. It was usually pineapple or I don't know, all the bread you want to eat. Right. And then the next person would come on the next week and be like, look, drink eight bottles of water a day. Right. We're always trying to crack this problem. Right. You don't want to be fat, do you? <laughs> well, eat a cow's head. <laughs> Uh, some liver, papaya, yeah. 
be done by five. Right, right, right. And then he said, sprinkle some fucking salt all over. Well, so listen, no, this is the issue that I have with a lot of these diets. Um, they do not. Yeah, it's kind of how I feel not to get political about this, but it's kind of how I feel about the word of God. You need to have a certain amount of intellect to be able to handle this kind of information. You cannot be told that eggs and bacon are good. Most Americans are too dumb. They'll, oh. they'll eat too many eggs and too many bacon. Honey, right? this guy on the internet not wearing a shirt said I can eat all the eggs and bacon I want. <laughs> right. I know I'm 340 pounds and the doctor right. said if I don't stop <laughs> eating, I'm going to die in a year. Right. Uh, but this guy, you know, YouTube, you know, they're not wrong over yeah, there. Right, exactly. So the video begins with him saying, now keep in mind I serve two and a half hours a day. So anything after that, should yes. be uh, immediately eliminated, right? It right. shouldn't enter in your ears. Now, lucky for us, we have a podcast, so I absolutely let this enter my ears because if you were to eat like this man eats, you would be 300 pounds tomorrow. Uh, this man is eating two pounds of beef, uh, a lot of dairy. Um, and he said he ate a cow's head. <laughs> and he's essentially eating an entire papaya and an entire pineapple every single day. That is... If you are not living like a Costa Rican jungle hippie, going to kill you tomorrow. Now, Dylan, this guy, I want to bring this back to him. Maybe we have to bring back the tape. Carnivore MD. He not only, uh, he's got a lot of, like, look, a lot of these, like, people trying to sell you on shit, what they do is they cobble together a bunch of different other, like, if you're a cult, you're like, uh, you cobble together like <laughs> right. all different variations of uh, past cults and you pull together all the greatest hits. Yeah. He's got some greatest hits here. Sure. So he's got the, uh, you know, uh, you eat some fruit and then there's like the paleo thing. You're going to eat a cow's head, you know? And then he's also like the timeline thing because a lot of diets in the 80s were like, don't eat anything after seven and you're all good. Right, man. right, right, right. Eat it, everything you want. But at seven o'clock, don't eat after that because your body, you know, when you go to bed, <laughs> right. it starts, uh, yeah. your stomach starts uh, churning. And well, it's like, you know, they're not wrong about that. Oh, they're yeah, not? No, they're not wrong about that. You shouldn't eat too late. It's bad for your tummy. But this man rails against a food that you consume so often. Uh, uh, what is it? The Impossible Burger. Oh, he does. Now, this man thinks that plants are bad for you because they've evolved to have this guy works for snickers <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this guy's nuts but listen um the problem with this guy <laughs> and it's one of the reasons why i kind of um don't feel as though certain people should be allowed on Twitter, right? Because the dissemination of information to idiots is, is it's an extremely dangerous torch to run towards a powder keg with. Now, um, what happens is <laughs> this guy inspires other people to eat like him, and that is why we have this young man who is known as the butter dog. Now, once again, uh, if you do consume food like this human being, you will be dead within hours. when I can eat like royalty when I'm traveling. Today for lunch, I'm having two pounds of grass-fed ground beef. And would I really be 
the animal-based athlete, the butter dog, without a stick of butter as well? Probably not. This is what I'm having when we're traveling. Next stop, New Jersey for the Princeton Chase. Now, what we saw there was a young man who was traveling. Mm. He was flying the skies of these highways and byways. And what he did was like a full-blown lunatic. Bring two pounds of hot ground beef and a stick of butter through TSA. So that he could hit his micros and his macros. Now, what he is consuming is, like he said, two pounds of ground beef and an entire stick of butter. Now, that, my friend, is animal-based eating. <laughs> I've learned a little about, uh, bit about uh, grass-fed uh, beef, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know that it's... Uh, this is bad for you. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, grass-fed beef is uh, marketed uh, by some uh, people that are... Uh, lying to the public as right. being very tender and juicy. Yeah. Grass-fed beef is is in fact a very tough uh, beef uh, given the yeah. you know, the the diet on grass. Yeah, well, I don't know. That sounds like a ton of horse shit to me. But um, listen, grass-fed beef is very, very expensive. Not a lot of people can afford it. And a lot of people can't afford to eat a stick of butter. Now, right, right, right. not for monetary purposes, but because they are already at a tipping point, wherein if they do consume a week's worth of the butter dog's dietary habits, they will pass on into the next realm. So none of this stuff is good. You shouldn't stand under cold water every morning. You don't need to. Just bathe <laughs> regularly and... And just don't eat a lot. I yeah, I have an idea. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you nailed it, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, old Patty here. You know, I'm uh, getting close to a half a century here. I've been 175 pounds for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I eat a turkey sandwich for lunch <laughs> yeah. and a reasonable dinner, which usually involves a sandwich or something light. <laughs> right, right. I know I'm unhappy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. I'm thinner than most of you. <laughs> right. That's how you diet. Right. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Now, yes. uh, no one would blame you for dipping into a pint or two of late, though, because of you course. have been dealing with certain familial stresses that would wane on the best of us. Ah, uh, Dylan, what you're mentioning here is uh, I had my... Uh, Bitch sister-in-law, Amy, stay with me yeah, yeah, yeah. at her house. Now, you can tell immediately that he's not pulling bunches. Oh, no. no. Right. I think she's a listener, by the way, because I uh, <laughs> okay. made the mistake yeah. of going, uh, uh, she's like, what are you up to now? You uh, still doing that uh, Deuce Bigelow shit? You know, she's always demeaning to me. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, uh, <laughs> sis, I, uh, I've i parlayed uh, my hustles into many genres right, uh, right. like i'm doing a lot of things and uh here's uh one of the things and i showed her a bunch of reviews from the podcast yeah and she didn't say oh wow you look like a big deal she doesn't give right, a shit right all right let me talk about my sister-in-law amy <laughs> i've known her yeah, since let's I start talking about her okay we're going to talk about a visit that she did to my home a guest in my home uh you ever uh, well i'm going to talk about family because a lot of people they can always relate to this dylan you know uh very complex relationships uh, you know, with family. Yes, know. family relationships are very, very tricky because you're stuck with these people. You There's are. There's nothing you can do to separate yourself from them. Well, you can. You can uh, not sure. call yeah, them or right, return right. phone calls There's for nine years. That. In fact, there are lots of things you can yeah, do Yeah, my to dad, separate. he didn't call me for 16 years, right, right, you know. Right. The, but Amy, 
I've known her since I was 13. She started dating my brother, Mark. And uh, she yeah. married him uh, in uh, 1994. I was a groomsman there. Yeah. Uh, I like her because she's, uh, she's, uh, we got the same sense of humor, which is kind of dark. And, uh, but, uh, you know, she's a... Uh, she's a bitch. Yeah, she's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I hadn't seen her in two years because right. that was the last time pre-pandemic, uh, we, me and the wife went back there to see my family. Yeah. So, but she uh, was coming out here and get this, this is going to piss a lot of the audience off. She was coming out to Los Angeles because her friend, cause my, uh, she used to live out here 20 years ago. Her daughter was getting married. Yeah. My wife and I got married five years ago. Amy didn't come out for the wedding. Right. My wife brought this up to me. It was a point of contention, but Amy, came out to Los Angeles this year because a friend of hers from 20 years ago, her daughter's getting married. So that's why Amy came out here. Yeah. And guess what? Amy's too cheap to get a fucking hotel. Right. So Amy said, can I stay with you? Now, how many days was she here? A total four, but it was split up. Let me explain this. Okay. So uh, Amy says, hey, I'm, uh, can I come out for my uh, friend Wendy's uh, daughter's wedding? No problem, Amy. Haven't seen you in a couple of years. Uh, here's the deal. We're doing a full renovation. Uh, we, we, you're going to sleep in a living room, uh, that has no power because it's part of the renovation, but it's a couch. She says, no problem. I said, okay. Uh, she, uh, gives me her flight information and she says, uh, how am I going to get to your house? Now she's flying in LAX and, uh, Los LA Angeles international, which is with traffic on any given day at any time of day is a is an hour to our house. Yeah. So uh, I said- It's nine miles. Now I promised her, I said, I'm going to hook you up. We're going to do an Uber thing. She's confused by that. She says, I've never used Uber. Well, to be life. fair to her, so are you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she arrives- To on, you, Uber is like a, a, a witch's brew. You know, it's it's it, just an amorphous thing, but it somehow works. Look, Dylan, I'll screw it up if I do it myself. That's why yeah. I have to have other people do it. Right. Well, that's not- that's not why. What? Why? Why? What are you saying? Well, you don't. You don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't want to do it, dude. Right. It's not that you'd ruin. But it. I do a lot of other things for other people, and I feel like they should be able to do it for me because it's like a little trade that we. You do. pouty little bitch. That's why you don't uh, want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do it. That's right. why my wife does it most okay. of the time. All right. So back to Amy. Yeah. So Amy flies into Los Angeles. Now I'm going to get to how cheap people are yeah. and family members, how they use you, yeah. and uh, the power of not saying anything, right. and they knowing that you're not going to say anything or balk back, and how they can use you and screw you over for $1,000 of a free trip over the course of four days, and they know you're not going to fucking say anything. My aunt and uncle sent my parents a bill for $1.87 one time. Really? Yeah. $1.87. Yep, and these were my wood gypsy uncle and uh, aunt. And my mom was like, you know, I don't understand why people think Jews are so cheap. Your father's family are some of the cheapest fucking people I've ever met in my life. What was the $1.87 for? Do you remember? It was for like uh, a they, drink or They something? had given them some money to fix a lawn, uh, something to do with the laundry, and the bill came over $1.87 from the money they gave them, so they wanted to be reimbursed for Can it. I tell you something, how I hated a guy one day <laughs> yeah. that I didn't hate otherwise? I had a roommate named Justin in 2004. Yeah. The J-Man. We, we lived in a, an apartment. He charged me, because we used to split up bills. If you guys have ever had roommates, you used to have a, like a piece of paper where you'd keep like the, you know, the, the accounting. The ledger, yeah. A ledger. 
And uh, he charged me for a stamp. <laughs> you know what? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, this dude. Is there a worse quality than people? Well, people being hateful and bigoted and violent and stuff, I, I would imagine, are worse. But cheap is really, really gross. It, it's it makes, really gross. Yeah. It's definitely a dividing uh, thing about personalities where you, you don't feel like you ever need to talk to that person. Nothing again. can ruin a relationship quicker than, uh, hey, I need that three bucks for that uh, valet. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're all 30 living in Los Angeles, right? You have to make a decent amount of money. Why are you ever asking me for this? I've had that happen. Yeah. Never returned the phone call. That so Amy's a bitch. Right? All right, so get this. Get ready for the cheapness. So Amy flies in LAX. Now, she's coming out here for a wedding that we are not involved in. My wife and I, we have a full-on renovation here, and we have a toddler running around screaming. I said, it's not going to be a good, ho it's not a hotel. Just so you know, Amy, she said, fine. So Amy is a complainer. So she calls me and she can't find the Uber line. We are calling an Uber for her. So that's too difficult. So she f finds herself at a taxi thing. Sure. I said, get in the taxi. Right. Here's my address. I, te I texted to her. So she uh, calls me. She's outside our house 45 minutes, an hour later. She walks out of the car. She said, uh, he's waiting for payment. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Right. <laughs> right. I go out. It's a hundred bucks. Right. I have to tip him 10 or whatever. Yeah. Then she comes in the house. 110 She's, bucks to get Amy into your house. Yes. She complains <laughs> right. the ride. Right. And how the driver was horrible. That's typical to Los Angeles, but I, I had forgotten what a complainer she is. Right. So this is just the tip of the ice. She's a bitch. She's a pain in the ass. So then she comes in, uh, sits down. It's late. It's like 10 o'clock, you know? Yeah. I go, all right, uh, well, here's your, uh, here's your couch or whatever. Don't tell me she asked for food. She asked for food. Don't tell me she said I'm hungry. Yeah, what did. do you got? I forgot that part. You reminded me. We got her food. She wasn't happy with the food. <laughs> okay. What'd you get her? Uh, we ordered pizza. Okay. Said the pizza's gross. <laughs> so then she goes to bed, this bitch. Right. <laughs> Next morning, in the ass. I wake up. Yeah. Walk by the two couches. It's a sofa uh, sectional that we put together as like a sure. bed. I said, how'd you sleep? She said, worst uh, night of sleep I ever had. These, <laughs> this, these couches are so uncomfortable. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so then she goes and she sits in the living room where there's a television. Right. She goes, hey, your knee's bleeding. I go, oh my God, my knee's bleeding. Jesus yeah. Christ, I put a tissue down on it. And then I, not thinking about it, I put the tissue on my coffee table. Which she disgusting. Said, she said, Get that off there. It's disgusting. Yeah, well, she's right. It's revolting. It is, but you're a guest here, so shut up. <laughs> but she is a pain in the ass, but that's absolutely okay. revolting. She's yeah. annoyed by Elliot. Right. Elliot's too loud. She well, actually, Elliot is a bully. She said, I don't know how you do this. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, acknowledging my child is very loud and annoying. Yeah, well, and she's also a bully. Okay. Yeah. So then- uh, How old is she? Two and a half years old. Okay. Oh, my sister-in-law? No, no, 55. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All she does is complain to my brother. Right. And I said, you're right. My brother's annoying, but I don't tell her, but you're annoying too. And right. both of you are right. a perfect couple because you're couple, both yeah. annoying. Yeah. So then, uh, so the deal the is ocean. she stays at our place for two days. Yep. So uh, the second day, I take her to Laurel Tavern. That's the overexpensive uh, hamburgers that I always bring you to. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, $17 I, for I go, a slider. Uh, here's the menu. And uh, she goes, I'll take, a, she orders a cocktail. Yeah. She orders a, a grass-fed burger, yeah. some garlic fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, all right, well, I'll go, I guess I'll go order it. And of course, <laughs> I got to pay for it. Right, right, right. Bring back the food. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
we're eating half hour later. I go, I'm going to get a mimosa. She goes, uh, get me another one of these. Basically, I pay for everything. I right, paid for right. that fucking cab. Right. I paid for her pizza. Right. I paid for the breakfast. She's complaining about my kids. Yeah. Uh, complaining about blood on the table. Complaining <laughs> about my yeah. furniture. And again, the blood on the table was a fair complaint. Okay. Right. Then she has the fucking gall. <laughs> Can you drive me to my friend's house, which is Thousand Oaks? That's oh, uh, about an hour north yeah. of there. This is work week, by the way. This is fucking Wednesday. Right. Drive her up there. Yeah. Boom. Don't hear from this pain Which in the, the people ass. from uh, who are not from Los Angeles here to Thousand Oaks is essentially. I mean, it's like driving to New Jersey. It's, it's so it's far that, away. Yeah. It, it's horrible. Yeah, especially on a work weekday. Right. Driver up there. My wife hates her. By the way. Right. 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 Cherie hates Amy. Right. 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 Okay. So she's up at this wedding thing. The wedding's on Friday. Uh, Ooh. stays with this poor person yeah. who I think is using her because I later found out that they needed a bunch of free labor to like set up the wedding. Sure. So they used Amy for that. This sounds like a dicey wedding. It's on a Friday and they need cheap labor. They need to do all the flowers and bouquets. So yeah. Amy helped out with that, which yeah. I had to listen to her bitch about this. Right. Amy calls me she's on Saturday and says, she's paying the ass bitch calls me on Saturday. Can you come pick me up? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not picking you up on Saturday. Right. She goes, all right, well, pick me up on Sunday. I drive up on Sunday, Thousand Oaks, same place I dropped off. Yeah, and Sunday you would think, uh, oh, there's not going to be any traffic because it's Sunday. But um, going out to Thousand Oaks, there's always traffic. Still traffic. Took an hour to get there. People are always wanting to go to Zuma Beach to suck down some hot dogs uh, yes, and some yes, sun yes, yes. with the rest of the fucking sock wearers. I don't blame sock wearers. Yeah. I like that. Mouth breather. Yeah, everybody's got fucking socks on. So I fucking And I'm not saying Latin Americans. I'm just saying well though they definitely have socks on, but I'm I'm saying you know, it's just a bunch of goddamn fucking shoobies out there. You know, Zuma Beach has been polluted. It's not the Zuma Beach of Malibu Rising. No, no, it's not the 70s. <laughs> yeah. It's a bunch of filthy yucky noise. Yeah. So I go drive up there with the wife. Yeah. And the kid. Right. And uh the plan is cuz she wants a special day. She said, "Can we do something fun?" Right. Of course. So uh, we pick her up and I go, all right, well, I grab her suitcase and the whole family that she's been staying with up there. She's like, whoa, 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 we're not leaving. Come meet the family. Oh my God. So now I'm in a fucking house and it's oh. nice to know people and everything, but these are people I'm never going to see again. Amy. Ever again. This is more for you than it is for me. So we're there for about a half hour in a driveway making fucking small talk oh with people I'll never see. I want to kill Amy. Oh my God. And then uh, anyway, she hands me all her luggage. Like I'm a fucking. Uh, who, who, uh, what were the, what were the conversations like? Oh, uh, so you would live down in Los Angeles, you know, because people that live an hour North of Los Angeles, it, you could just, you could be on they're another from, fucking planet. They're from planet. the South. Yeah. 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 And, and then we also had to make small talk because the t lovely couple that, of the wedding, they were there standing in the driveway and I had to go, oh, so how'd you propose? You know, I'm nice Patty, you know, I right, right, make right. small talk yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I kind of enjoyed it, but still I'm annoyed. And I got a crying toddler who wants to go to a winery, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. She's bored She's sitting like in her Daddy. chair. Yeah. So uh, Amy I, uh, and the wife, and we all drive down to Malibu Cafe. What'd Cherie do with the uh, small talk? She hates it. She's uh, complaining like Ellie needs to go. We need to get out of here. Right. Ellie needs to move in the car. Right. So then we go to Malibu Cafe where they shot Love is Blind. I, right. I posted a, a, a right, video right, right. of it on yeah. uh, Facebook. Yeah. So um, this is where you get really expensive prices on the food. So they uh, have that little thing where you click on your phone where you get the, uh, the menu. I said, Amy, uh, pick out uh, what do you want? And uh, she sees the prices. 
And she dispatches me to get her a cocktail, which is $18. Yeah. And some uh, prawn salad. Oh, wow. 30? 38. Yeah. Never asks, hey, should I whip out my fucking wallet? <laughs> should I pay for something? Well, Amy's a bitch. By the way. Yeah. You're not out here for us. Right, right, right. We are your hotel. Yeah. We're your uh, concierge. Right. We're your fucking uh, limo service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get this. Yeah. So we eat there. Can I really quickly? Yeah. The order of the prawn salad yeah. is... Uh, By the way, I can't imagine ordering that. Dead yeah. cockroaches on a fucking Well, salad. listen, there's nothing wrong with a big, beautiful, plump prawn in a, in a beautiful paella or maybe served alongside some cocktail sauce or something, maybe in a scampi, but dolloped a, atop a, a bed of mixed greens yes. that they, they bought from Sprouts. It's the order of an insane person. Mm -hmm. It's the order of a person so entitled that they would come to someone's home, sleep there, complain about the couch, then be asked to, or then ask them to drive them around all over the city with no real knowledge of the makeup, the layout of this godforsaken fucking land. You know, she's ignorant and entitled. My she's wife said, you to drive did she pick us up at the airport when if we you flew were back to Massachusetts? Or whatever shithole no, she she's did. from, no. and you asked her to My drive you two and a half And I, they're sister I want them to love She'd probably say no. Are you sure you're right now? So, of course, a couple more cocktails Prawn are ordered. Salad, my God. More cocktails are ordered. And then we uh, come back here, and here's the kicker. You ready for the ultimate cheapness? Get ready, audience. You're going to love this one. So we get back to the house, and Cherie says, I'm going to make dinner for us. Okay? Which involves going to Ralph's, our local grocery store. Yeah. Now I'm with the kid, Elliot, and uh, Cherie goes, I'm going to go to the grocery store. And Amy says, I'm going to come with you. <laughs> and I said, Amy. You don't need to do that. We're going to cook you dinner. Sit down. Shut up. Amy says she insists. She goes, no, I want to go with Shree. I want to get out of the house. Okay. Now, I didn't know this until the wife. Well, first off, the wife made her. Dylan, I know you're a, crit a critic of my wife's cooking. She gets cute with the salad and the avocado and the Caesar and all that. Yeah, avocado just shouldn't be in a Caesar. She makes a wonderful marinara pasta. Now, don't ask me to explain what the ingredients are. I love it. I'm a filthy, yucky Norman. Maybe it's because my wife cooks for me. I like it. It's delicious. My wife spent yeah, the an hour- The pasta's overcooked, but the flavor is magnificent. Yeah. Thank you. My wife but cooks this- it is this a sin to not have a toothsome pasta. My wife cooks this meal, Yeah. and I say twice, I love this. Right. Amy's sitting there digging yeah. through that pasta. Right. Doesn't say a goddamn word. Shrill doesn't say shrieking sound. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't say she's enjoying it. Right. Doesn't lie. Nothing. Next morning. Next morning. <laughs> we call her a fucking Uber. Right. I go out and pay for the Uber yeah. to get her back to that airport. Yeah. Now, at this point, you've reached a precipice and you have a frost-like fork that you need to get to. Mm. Are you going to let her go about her life as entitled and delusional as ever, never bringing up the fact that you resent her more than you've ever resented anyone in your entire life, given the lack of gratitude and graciousness for the hospitality that you've bestowed upon her? Dylan, it's funny you asked that. <laughs> Contemplated many, uh, many ways to go about yes. this. But I, I haven't added the last detail right. because uh, <laughs> right. I mentioned my wife took her to the grocery store to pick up ingredients right. for the pasta she yeah. would cook. Yeah. Amy threw in a 12-pack of granola bars into that cart. She threw in earbuds 
into that cart and allowed my wife to pay for those things. Those are not things that are going to be used those are for at the, the house. That's for the plane. Plane ride home. Yeah. Never said anything about it. <laughs> I paid for the Uber to the airport. <laughs> wow. And there, that little, that little wonderful little woman yeah. is out of our lives. Yeah. So um, now, is the juice juice worse the squids? Uh, I don't know what that means. Well, so, and I understand you not understanding what that meant because of how it went. But when I say is the gents worth the squares, I mean, is Will it I ever talk to her worth again? it to bring this up? <sighs> to her. Yeah. Now. Right. That's family. You hate them from afar. Right. And then you find good in them, I guess, when you'll see them again. There is a there is a really, really useful bullet that more people should holster, and that is the bullet of detachment. Now, within that um, the, the, the application of said detachment, you have to welcome in a little bit of condescension because you can't you have to get to a higher ground to remove yourself from the situation. Mm. And in order to do that, you have to look down upon the shriveling little sow who keeps putting, uh, taking advantage of you. So, you know? I, okay. So I, all right, I know what you're laying down. Okay. You have to look at, uh, upon her as though she's an ant in an ant farm. So it's and, sad. You know, what you've done is sad. Right. You think you got away with things by us paying for everything while you were here. Right. Good for you. Right. Uh, but I think it's pathetic. <laughs> right. You think you got away with something. Right, right. Uh, in your world, if you enjoy that and yeah. whatever shit you want to talk about my wife and yeah. I, and she kept pointing out, like, because I've bitched about the pool guy not showing up here. Yeah. She's already reported back to my mother, like, he's getting nothing done there with that pool guy. So, you know what? You can be a petty little bitch, Amy. Uh, enjoy your miserable life with my brother, Mark, who is a piece of fucking work. Be miserable with each other. I'm living my best fucking life out here. Yeah. And guess what? I can afford to pay for you visiting. And that says something about me. Right. And now I'm talking shit about you on a podcast. Yeah, that's it for us. Join us in the comments, being them's reviews. We really need you to drop five stars, guys. Please. Uh, also, join us on Patreon for lots of other coverage of other shows. Love is Blind, ad-free episodes. And join us on Bad TV. If you like reality TV, we are doing lots of fun stuff over there. We love you guys for listening. The video will be back up soon. We can't thank you enough for supporting us through this uh, kind of transitionary period where it's just me and Pat. We love you guys so much. Seriously, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Pat, say goodbye. Thanks, dudes.